I had to start over this podcast. It's your boy, Matt. Spelling. This is a lovely, important, nonsense podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about red flags in men. Yes, I'm going against the dudes a little bit today. Because why are my female friends coming to me? They're going, Big Brother Matt. Big Daddy Matt. Mattastic. Matt, the all-knowing. Please give us the... The blueprint and the info about these men, about these men and how we could find the red flags in them. Because we trying, man. But some of these men, I can't, we don't see the red flags. We too scared. And I said, yo, 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 what you scared of? They like, well, we're trying to break, we're trying to break the cycle. But we scared, man. We need to know what the red flags are to look at men. And he said, you know what I said? You know what I said? Big brother Matt, the all-seeing, all-knowing big brother Matt. Big Daddy Matt, parent to these kids, Big Daddy Matt, that's how I got you. So we're going to be breaking it down today about the red flags that you will see that you should be aware of when it comes down to my male counterparts. Now, this ain't going to be me bashing. I ain't I ain't that. Uh, I ain't one of those guys who's going to be like goofies and all that other bullshit, you know. Uh, I'm just going to tell you what it is. So let's start off with number one. Number one. The the non-romantic. I know, I know. I'm just going to go right into it, man. The non-romantic guy. He's the guy that does not set the mood. He doesn't really go hang out. Because you know, he doesn't really um, want to go do stuff. Or he doesn't know. Even if he's like an introverted man, you should still try to figure out ways to be romantic with your lady. You know? You got to like, uh... Ooh, that break down the voice? <clears throat> You still gotta be, you know, um, you still gotta be, uh, you still gotta figure out ways to be romantic, even if you're an introverted type of man. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta put like a, maybe a picnic together in the living room while you watch Netflix and shit like that. You know, you don't have to be sexual. You just gotta be romantic. You know, just like rub a feet. You know, or her shoulders, and give her some hugs. You know, gotta be nothing crazy. You don't even have to be physical. Cook, clean up, take out that trash. I don't know, man. Um, or go out, go out in the town, make a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, that's not romantic. It's like it's you, you, what you're doing is you're trying to keep. They gotta know that you you're willing to keep the fire going, right? The fire gotta be burning at all times. As soon as the fire is out, shit. Even me. Let me tell you right now. Even I have a problem. Get stuck. I know as a guy, you get stuck in your own shit. A whole lot of stuff is going on in your life, and you barely controlling your own mental. And then shit, I forgot to take her out, like or her out or whatever you went to. Aliens, romance, it's there. Gotta shit. You know what? I'm be honest with you. Like you could tell, ladies, you could tell this to your your male friend and and the men that's listening to this. Shit, sometimes Google's your friend for real, <laughs> okay? Like, people believe that, oh, the romance, like, guys, I think we was conditioned to think romance just comes out of the fucking 
air and we're like oh we got cheese and crackers in the, in the middle of a park on a mountainside or some shit like that you know no 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 sometimes you need some help and if you ain't got no male friends that are romantic because the rest of your male friends are kind of sleazeballs or whatever you get up on the google machine and you type it up okay clear your search history she don't need to know <laughs> you know that's one not a romantic guy uh number two Another red flag of men that women should be very worried about is the attic. Mm-mm-mm. The attic, the attic, the attic, the attic, the attic, the attic. That's the guy who's into drinking a lot, smoking a lot, um, and don't get shit done. The guy that gets belligerent. And then is comfortable getting belligerent. Because it's one thing to be an addict and be like, oh, when I drink... I get violent, right? So let's just say me. I'm using me as an example. I'm a guy. You know, hello. Um, just an example. I if I I don't like to drink a lot, right? It lowers my inhibitions. I like to be in my control, right? Lowering my inhibitions at the wrong time in the wrong settings can get me in trouble. Even if I don't feel like I'm fully drunk. I know I'm willing to go further than I'm willing to go if I was sober. Now, people say that's your true self coming out. Maybe, and maybe, but I don't like it. So I know that drinking around weird people, like even, oh, also I get, I get very anxious around crowds, right? When there's a crowd of people around me, surrounding me, I get anxious, right? So what I won't do is go to a bar or to a function and get drunk with people I don't know or don't associate with on a regular, right? If I know it puts me in a state of mind to do something reckless or uh, something reckless and that it would be distasteful, Right? Okay. I made that in my own head from a bad day. The weird thing is when someone drinks and knows they fucking get crazy, right? And still want to do it again. You got to watch out for that type of guy, lady. It might be cute. He goes to the bar and all of a sudden y'all get drink or blah, blah, blah. And y'all drink and he act a little foolish. And you might think it's cute here and there. That's not cool, all right? Don't ever validate that shit. Sometimes getting drunk with your lady on a fucking, uh, right before bed, and you know you're about to tear some ass up to go to sleep. Sometimes that's just the best thing to do. <laughs> like, you know? But getting drunk just to, like, drink. Mm-mm. And, that go, and that goes for anything around the board. Weed, too. If all he wants to do is sit down and smoke his trees and don't get shit done. And he's not a productive pothead. No. Red flag. That man's going through some some shit. Red flag. Don't validate that shit. Okay? The addict. Leave the addicts alone. Those weed guys, you don't get shit done but smoke weed. Or you wonder, like, where you get the money from? Where you get the money from? Mm. Anyway. Don't enable that shit either, lady. 
Hold on. Got this fucking candy in my mouth. That shit was good. Had a cut for a second, y'all. I'm swallowing. <laughs> yeah, so ladies on the neighborhood shit. Um, number three. The guy that switches up. Mm-mm. If that man ain't got the same energy he got with you around his peoples, like, guys might turn up. Like, they might get with their friends and they might get like, like, you know, yo, you know, and they might get wild and shit. Might get a little more wild, but if he's like huggy huggy on you and shit like that in private and all that, and as soon as you get around his friends, he ain't like that no more. Or like, or he won't give you that some type of affection. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You ain't got time for that. No, no. Uh, ain't got time for that. I'm not saying like you gotta hang on his arm like a fucking puppy. Like, of course, you don't be all up in his space, but like, if you want like, show you know how it is, showing a little, you did a little affection here, you know? And he doesn't, he's all like, grow, grow up me. I don't do, uh, he don't do all that public affection all of a sudden when he's around his peoples or he around his friends and family, if you want to be clear. Nah, nah. Red flag. Red flag. Um, for um the guy who can't apologize, that man, you can't, you can't, you can't deal with that, yo. Everybody who's wrong needs their apology. Everybody who's wrong, everybody who's wrong needs their apology. Everybody who's right needs their apology. Sorry, woo, stupid. Everybody who's right need their apology. You know. If that man can't apologize, there's some entitlement issues going on there. You know, there's some control issues going on there. You can break that down however you want to go break that down. But if the man can't apologize, there's some problems there. You got to be on. You got to be vigilant. You got to be vigilant. Almost. Um, sorry. Pause for a second like that. Uh, yeah, so a man that can't apologize, that's not a good look. I um, I could, and that goes with both sides. Like, yo, know, don't deal with women who can't apologize. But also, also like a guy who can't apologize, mm-mm, 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 bro. When you're wrong, you're wrong. It is what it is, you know. Um, number five, the guy with ulterior uh, motives. They uh, he uses a lot of people. You know, you know, it's like oh, he only he's only friends with this person because they could get him there. Or, oh, this person knows, guy. Um, this person has somebody. Uh, oh, I'm I'm friends with this guy because he lets me into this club. You know, he's always buying bottles, so I might be hanging out with this that guy. You know what I'm saying? Don't fuck with that guy. They got always got terrible motives because you gotta think one day you're gonna be sitting back and you're gonna be like shit. I mean, like, is he only messing with me because of X, Y, Z? You know what I'm saying? So, what, is he only messing with me because I can only because I do this or I put out or blah blah blah, right? So, the ulterior motives, guys, you're going to always put yourself in in a position where um, it does. This guy has like different um, intentions with me also, uh, be and because that's what he does with everybody else. And you're probably gonna be sadly upset when they, when they tell you, yeah. They, the guy probably does have certain intentions with you because of some that you give him. So the ter- the guy that has always an ulterior motive for stuff, you don't want to fuck with that guy either. Because yeah, you, you're probably as temporary as he believe everything else is. Damn, son. 
Daddy just giving it to you guys today. I'm just giving it to you guys today. And if you don't hear me after this, if you're like, oh, I heard your podcast, but then I see your significant other, and you're like, oh, and I'll be like, oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Oof. It's giving you guys, oof. Is that a cold? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it down my bones, you know? <laughs> just giving you some saucy sauce right now over some men. Red flags is, I'm just, I'm just knocking people, boyfriends out of the park right now. People, boyfriends getting canceled left and right, you know what I'm saying? People getting their bags packed at this moment. I'm only on number five, and we still got like one, two, three, four, five more to go. So let's go. The overly dependent man, the one that needs someone all the time. You know, he needs you all the time. He uh, can't do nothing without somebody, you know. He probably was like, uh, probably was like a, a mama's boy, to be honest with you, you know. So he always hitting his, you know, he, his mom's always did everything, never washed his clothes until like, I don't know, until like yesterday or some shit like that. Or <clears throat> a guy who's always like, um, yeah, he just always needs, you know, he can't really do for himself. Don't fuck with that guy, okay? When you need them to do something, they're not going to know how to do it. And we all end up needing someone to do something for us when we're in a relationship. And that doesn't mean, like, you need them to pay your bills and blah, 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 blah. It's like you might need them for a certain, like, type of feelings or affections or, or, or support or something like that. They're not going to know how to do that because someone always did something. Um, They always had someone doing shit for them, you know? So, Overly dependent men, red flag. Um, number seven, no, the you can't say no to me type of guy. I mean, how about you, man? Everyone gets told no. Okay. <clears throat> Anytime someone says, "Oh, they don't like how no feels," or they don't like being told no, that's a super, super duper red flag. Do you understand me? I don't care what anybody tell me. That's from both sides of the goddamn fence. It is a red flag when people say, oh, they're not used to no's. What do you mean? What do you mean? You're going to get a no today. You know? Because that means they're not going to be able to handle rejection. Small rejections. And then that causes people to do things that are very unsavory. You know? Because they can't handle rejection. And there's also some psychological stuff. But the no got the old... They don't take no for an answer from anybody. Nah. You say no. You say nah. I'm out of here. What you mean by that? <laughs> nah. nah. That's an ego thing. That's a huge ego. That's a bratty ass ego. Nah. Uh, number eight. The relationship hopper. Back in it. The relationship hopper. Yeah, you know who that is. That's the person that hasn't been by themselves for more than a few few weeks or maybe a month. The person that gets from one relationship to another. Actually, they probably end the relationship for another relationship, try to get into another relationship because they don't know how to be alone. Because they don't know how to figure themselves out. So they'll cast their burdens and stuff like that onto another person. So you got to think. They just get out of a relationship. And this person... Because one thing when you get out of a relationship... You know that's fine, but um, but you you have a lot of baggage 
that you have to leave it. You know, you got to sort through and shit like that. You know, it's like um, coming home from a vacation and never putting away your your clothes out of your bag. You just going to another place. You know, so your relationship hopper. They just go from one person to another person, destroying everyone as they go, trying to fix themselves. Or hopefully somebody will come on their way in shining armor and take care of them. Leave that person alone, too. <laughs> That's a big, giant red flag. Number nine, still on the parents' roof. Now, there are special cases here. There are special cases where somebody might move back in with their parents. There are special cases. You know, like maybe life didn't go so well, emergency, stuff like that. But the guy that is settled on his parents' roof, mm, what are you going to do with them? Huh? What are you going to do with them? Let's just say you're back in college, right? And y'all both have parents. And y'all both under your parents' roof. What are y'all going to do? How y'all going to be intimate? How you going to have some privacy? Can't go out all the time, you know? Why hasn't he moved out? What's this man doing? What's his plan? Why doesn't he not have an urge to leave? And why does his people need him there? Why don't have an urge to leave? Make him leave. It's a lot of, a lot of things. No, it's too much. It's too much. It's going to interfere in the relationship. You can't have the best quality that you would like. So leave that shit alone. Mm-mm. No, no, no. And last but not least, the blame game. The blamer. The one that comes out and says how it was there. It was someone else's fault why certain situations happen. It was always their ex's fault why situations happen. It was always... um, And that, that part is always their ex's fault thing. You understand, like, when people break up, there's usually two sides, right? I'm the type of dude, I'll fuck call your ex. See what happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they always, it's always someone else. No, well, if they would have just, but if they heard me in this, well, they would never, they were never sweet enough. Oh, we didn't go out, you know, as much as I wanted. Uh, but you don't know. You don't know what happened. Okay? Could have been on some like, yo, they had a shitload of bills and y'all could they they didn't go out a lot and that person didn't see that, you know, or some shit like that. Or it could be um someone was sick, but the feeling of taking the feeling of making someone take care of them destroyed, you know, destroyed them or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about all the Hallmark fucking videos that I watch, movies that I watch. It's the feeling them taking taking care of them, but to make this sappy, was was painful in their mind than than you than them actually taking care of them. So they started acting out and forcing the other person away from them. Boom. Shit like that. Bullshit like that. And then you just collect all that baggage uh, from uh, from the relationship hopper. See? You don't know what they did. You don't know what they did. Also, I don't give a fuck what your ex said. And I don't give a fuck about what happened between your ex. You know what I'm saying? It takes two. Two people have to, you know what I'm saying? 
two people, you know. I don't give a fuck, honestly. I never. No, I'm always there to listen, but I don't be caring because, like, that's y'all shit. I mean, and the person who's still think hung up and thinking about what their ex did ain't ready for no relationships because you're gonna carry that baggage back to the relationship about her. Boom. So let's recap real quick. Not romantic. The addict. The one that switches up. Person who can't apologize. Man with the interior motive. The overly dependent man. The no not an option man. Relationship hopper man. Still lives under their parents' roof man. In the blame game. Guy that blames everyone. Boom! Now go forth ladies. And see these red flags and do what you must with this information. Because this was a lovely, important nonsense podcast. And we're out.